Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to an episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, where we help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Got a little backstory for you guys. Way back in 2010, when I was just a budding grown-up, for lack of a better words, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I started spending a lot of time networking, and people kept asking me in my network, hey, what's this book face, Facebook tweet thing? I don't know what it is, and all of my kids are doing it, and I'm just still confused about what's going on. And I started using this networking tool to connect with people, to teach them how to use Facebook. And one day someone told me, you know what, Desiree, you should do this as a business. And I kind of just giggled because I had been using Facebook for four or five years at the time from college. And after a lot of research and soul searching, I came across this awesome article from one of the social media leading websites called Mashable. And Mashable had decided that they were going to dedicate a day to social media. And so June 30th was dubbed Social Media Day internationally around the world. And it was all about bringing people together through this new form of connecting and networking and growth and online loving on each other. And I was like, you know what? Obviously, this is not going anywhere. So I went down to my local whatever it's called, the Capitol building or legal office, and got my business registered for doing social media. And I launched my social media business on June 30th of 2010. So fast forward one year to 2010, where I made sure to celebrate the anniversary of my business, right? I threw a big party, a big networking event on social media day. And what I did is I invited 500 complete strangers to a local hotel to connect and share and grow in social media. And it was an amazing event. And one of the people that showed up at my event was our guest for today, Tyler Anderson. Tyler loved the event so much and what it stood for and what we had been been doing with the event that he decided that he wanted to launch what is now the biggest social media day event probably in the world called Social Media Day San Diego. And he's here to talk with us today about what is Social Media Day and how your business can participate in it. So Tyler Anderson is a social media marketing entrepreneur, speaker, and host of the Social Media Social Hour podcast. He is the founder and CEO of Casual Fridays, co-founder of TAC, and executive producer of Social Media Day San Diego. He has over 15 years of experience in digital marketing, social media marketing, and public relations experience, and has worked with hundreds of brands on social media and content marketing initiatives, including top hotels and resorts like Marriott International, the San Diego Tourism Authority, Penske Automotive, Jersey Mike Subs, and so much more. Tyler's also become a very good friend, especially with the help of social media, over these past, what, we're at like, what, eight years now, Tyler? Seven? Since since 2011. Yeah, I guess since that day. So welcome to the show, Tyler. Well, thank you, Desiree, and I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, and I vividly 
remember that day too. So I'm going to tell that that story from my perspective now, <clears throat> since your audience heard your version. Um, I, you're right. I remember Mashable having that article in 2010, but I didn't go to a local meetup that was happening in San Diego. And then um, in the winter of that year, or no, it was, it was actually early. It was like March of 2011. Um, I moved to Arizona. So my wife and I, we just had our, our, we had our first child. We were just found out we were pregnant with our second child. And with the rising cost of living in San Diego and my business, which was similar to yours, which was running an agency, I figured, hey, we can live anywhere in the world. Let's go to Scottsdale and try this thing out. And uh, I have family in Arizona. So I moved to Scottsdale. And I remember seeing some of the, the articles on Mashable about social media day coming up and hey, find out if there's a meetup in your city. And so I saw that you were listed on their directory for the Social Media Day Phoenix event. And I figured, hey, I'm going to go network with some other people. And I showed up and kudos to you because I was blown away. You did such a great job of getting not just, you know, you said to invite some friends. I think you did more than invite some friends. You obviously plan an event and you're right, about 500 people showed up. But what you did a great job of is you got sponsors to have various contests and promotions. And one of the sponsors I, I remember vividly, or two of them actually, one, you had a photo booth. You had like one of those photo booth companies that did like fun little photo booths at the time. And then you also had pop chips. And I remember they had a cool interactive like beanbag zone, chair, kind of chill zone. And you had all these cool sponsors who were doing fun activities. It was great networking. It was just a good time. And that's when I was like, this is super cool. And then, of course, um, fast forward a few months later, that's when my wife and I decided Phoenix was not for us. <laughs> so we decided to move back to San Diego. And I remember thinking like, hey, you know, what, what, what's going on in, uh, in San Diego for Social Media Day? And really, there was nothing like what you did in Phoenix. All there was was a meetup where people just would go meet at some bar and have some drinks. And that's when I decided, hey, I think I can, I can do what Desiree did. Yes. And Tyler, I think because Tyler stepped in, everyone was like, why would I want to spend social media day, which is June 30th in 120 plus degree heat when I could go hang out with a whole lot of mutually cool, fun social media people in San Diego on the beach where it's, you know, a nice 80 degrees. Uh, <laughs> I think that that's one of the, 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 Many a selling point to social media day San Diego. I have always had since he launched launches event and other and I wish I could have gone to every social media day event because they were always so unique and cool and fun. But Tyler's was always one of those ones I always wanted to go to because it, you know, it, it married big names with nice summer weather. So it's like you're able to like match a vacation with it. Well, we've been we've been very fortunate. So the, the first year we did to, uh, social media in San Diego then was 2012. So the year after your first one. And I literally took a page out of your book. So that first one, we did it at a hotel and we made it totally free to attend. And we got, went out and got a bunch of sponsors and really to be a sponsor, they didn't have to pay anything, but they just had to promote our event on social media and they had to have some type of interactive themed contest or promotion going on. And that first year, it was great because we had like sponsors like Stone Brewery, which is a great micro brew here. Um, we had Pop Chips as well. I reached out to Pop Chips because you had him. And we had like Cars to Go. They were launching. I think we had Uber involved. And it was fun. They, they and, and we had about probably 700 people show up that first year. And really all it was, uh, similar to your event, was a networking party. So it was about three or four hours. There were some drink specials. People would you know mix and mingle. And that, that was kind of like when... 
social media was still getting going in 2012, right? And that's when other people started making professional careers out of it. And a lot of people were friends online, but they weren't friends offline. You know, we didn't have a ton of conferences at that point. At that point, social media marketing world had not even happened yet. So it was a good opportunity to go meet all these people who you're having relationships with through you know, Twitter and Facebook, but go meet them in real life and, and in San Diego. And so that's what that, that first year's event was. And then, um, you know, one of the people that actually showed up at that first event in San Diego was Mari Smith because Mari lives in San Diego. So Mari attended our very first social media day event just as an attendee. She just wanted to hang out and network with people. And that's when her and I were talking about maybe adding an educational component to the following year. So then the next year, we, we, we still want to have it as, a, as an event where there was a lot of networking involved. But we decided we worked a deal with the hotel to get some of their ballroom space to add two tracks. So we had like a beginner track and, an, and more of an advanced social track. And we were able to get some speakers and we had some local people, like local businesses. So we had people from like Qualcomm or the San Diego Chargers at the time. Now they're LA Chargers. But then we also had Mari Smith who agreed to come back and speak and Amy Porterfield. And at the time, both Mari and Amy were, you know, they were, they were, I mean, they're still heavy hitters now, don't get me wrong. But back then they were probably two of the biggest ones at that. I mean, they're still big now too, but back then, you know, now there's a lot of other speakers too, but they were just, you know, coming to their own at that time. And we made a free event again and we had over a thousand people show up that second year. Wow. Um, yeah, it was crazy. We actually, we had about, we were doing we made it free again. And so we were doing it through Eventbrite and we had over 1600 people, quote unquote, RSVP that they're going to come. So that presented a challenge in and of itself to try to plan and organize. Cause when you do make a free event and you have 1600 people RSVP that they're going to show, not all of them are going to show because <laughs> it's a free event. Even if you, even if you paid you're I'm sure you, if you've ever had a paid event, there's a portion or a percentage of your audience who's just not going to show up. So that presented a challenge to have a free event, to have that many people um, attend to try to like plan and coordinate with the hotel for logistics of like setting up a ballroom and all that stuff. So then that's why the following year, then the third year, we decided to actually start charging for our event. But in exchange, we also made it a full day's event and uh, it's grown from there. So right now we're, you know, we're not doing over a thousand people, but we've made a, a paid event now the last five, six years, whatever it's been. And I'd say right now with our venue, we will sell out again this year because our venue will be restricted, but we'll have about 400 attendees this year. And see, that's just amazing. I know that the second year with Social Media Day Phoenix, we also decided to add in the educational component. We did a day of it with an evening of like interactive networking with local businesses. We had like set up a whole expo floor and stuff like that. And our educational track was the most attended part of it because people were just wanting to consume knowledge at that point because it was it was 2012 and they were still wanting to know what to do and how it worked and how to tie their other marketing in it together. So it was so invaluable for them. I think that we also did it for free. And then the next year, which is the last year that I had hosted the event before I became a military spouse and had to move, and we had we had sort of a rough time with it because it was so dang hot. The day that we had our social media day event, it was 126 degrees. And oh, we wow. had had hundreds of people that were sent to RSVP and we ended up only having probably about 100 people show up because no one wanted to leave. Everyone was advised against leaving their house and all kinds of stuff. So we kind of had that working against us a bit. But when I had handed it off to another another woman to take care of social media, she was able. She did a lot of what you had done 
partner with somebody and made a paid event and it ended up being very successful. Yep. Well, and I think I think people are, you know, they're hungry for the the opportunity to learn more. I mean, this space is rapidly evolving and we're involved with it. But a lot of your attendees are, you know, they're not doing social media 24 seven or even seven days a week or I should say full time every single day. A lot of them are business owners. Right. And they're busy running a business and creating products and services and doing customer service and all these other things. And they're just looking for that opportunity to learn a little bit more. Yeah. And it was a, it's, I think all of the events everywhere, because I know that now that we have done these events, we see other people who are starting their events, some, not as as old as ours, but it's been nice. It's interesting to see how they have started out, what they've done with theirs. Like, you know, Erin with Social Media Denver, who you coached through her event and like what she has planned for this year. And in fact, I'm going to, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be going to that event this year and really excited. And then... Um, you know, Carlos Gill, who's doing social media in Jacksonville, and there's so many all over the country that everyone's doing it. I think, though, what my favorite part about Social Media Day is that it's it's celebrated internationally, but in local communities. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I had I had sort of built Social Media Day Phoenix around the idea of connecting with local people and businesses that you don't normally get to have access to. You know, when you have you know, social media managers and marketing professionals from, you know, local sports teams and the local big brands that are there and stuff. It's so nice to be able to like connect with them in person and build a friendship beyond the internet. Well, I think, you know, what we try to do with social media day, San Diego, and I think other markets are doing this, you know, there's great conferences out there like Social Media Marketing World, for example, and that's in San Diego or Traffic and Conversion or Content Marketing World. There's Inbound, a lot of these industry things that we go to or high level enterprise um, businesses will go to those, right? That they have in their budget to send their marketing department. Well, those tickets, you know, by the time you do airfare, hotel, and then the cost of admission, you know, you can easily spend two to five grand. Right. Yeah. And so uh, with Social Media Day San Diego, we tried to make it an event for the community, for that small business, for people who are aspiring or just getting started in their business, other agency creatives or people who maybe, you know, worked at an agency and they want to learn a little bit more. But maybe their their agency didn't have the budget to send them to content marketing world or social media uh, marketing world. And so that's why we make our tickets very affordable, but we bring in some of the top level speakers that you would go find at those other events. And, you know, the large part, the the reason we were able to do that in San Diego to start is many of them live here. So that's helpful. (laughs) So (laughs) that it wasn't a huge expense or ask for them to have to come in. But even over the years, we've actually brought people in. And, you know, that's part of the reason why we do charge to cover some of those costs, such as airfare, hotel for those speakers. But additionally, they want to give back. Right. They they built their business, their career through social media. They want to get back on this day. They recognize that. And that's why many people choose to come and participate at our events. And uh, and so that's really what the spirit of Social Media San Diego became is uh, an opportunity to, to bring big level of or big, big names and, and big level of skills and talent in this, from a speaker perspective to a stage where really anybody should be able to afford a ticket. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All-in-One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. 
with packages starting at just $125 a month. All-in-One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All-in-One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. So on under some questions, I guess, what do you think people can do to participate in their local social media event? And how, I guess even better, how can they find them? Well, you know, Mashable in years past, they've created a directory. Um, personally, I've, you know, we used to have a good contact there back in the day and they'd always want to get behind and support our event. They did. I feel like last year they made it like where you had to pay to have your event listed on their website. So we, we actually weren't even listed on Mashable's website. So, but I, I'm sure they'll do something again because they were the original ones to actually, you know, put forth, Hey, everybody should have a social media day. Um, but I think if you just go search, if you just do Google searches, like social media day events, you'll probably see some, uh, if you live in a city, like I would just search by your city name. For example, uh, I know I know Phil Mershon is doing one in Wichita, Kansas. So I know Wichita is having a social media day event. So, you know, just search, you know, your city. And if you were pretty adamant that your city won't have one, go ahead and search other bigger cities by you that are maybe within a driving distance. As you mentioned yourself, uh, you're going to Denver. I, you're going to be living near Las Vegas, right? Yeah, I, I have a weird reason for it. I have to I'm doing a road trip. We have to go get some last minute stuff from our former duty station. So yeah, I'm able to go through Denver on my way back to Vegas to go. So, but, but I know like for our event in years past, we, we get a lot of people from Orange County, LA, we get them from inland, you know, Bakersfield, all that stuff, because we're, we're not too far, you know, we're a three or four hour drive from there. And Hey, for some of them, they can actually go and get out, you know, and enjoy San Diego for a couple of days. So, um, you know, definitely you can travel to one at least nearby um, and then it's not out of the norm too to have people fly in for your event because again, going back to those same things, sometimes these conferences, or at least with our event, the caliber of the speakers are so good. They're very, they're almost the equivalent of what you would see at some of these larger events where though those tickets might cost you 500 to $1,500 for a ticket, you know, our tickets under 200 bucks. <laughs> so they can get a hotel airfare and the cost of admission do a one day thing where they're, you know, bettering themselves and training themselves more and learning more about social media marketing at a fraction of the cost, you know, by no means am I saying I'm comparing with those events. I think those events are spectacular and I highly recommend you go to them. But if you're on a fixed budget, going to a local or even a regional social media day event is a not a bad alternative. Yeah. And I like how you had talked about, you know, the local, the regional, the cost. It's a lot of things people to figure out, especially for you boring business listeners who are not looking for that big conference thing where you probably have to have an established knowledge of certain things. You're able to sort of dabble and and get to know more about the social media space and the heavy hitters. And then I, my favorite part of social media day anywhere every year is connecting with local people, local businesses and, and, and talking with them about like what they're doing with social and connecting with them on social and building those relationships further online. I, that's always been my favorite part of social media day. I don't know about you, but well, that's just my favorite part of any conference or event. I just love networking. So yeah, but social media day is taking that to a local level for sure. Yeah. So what can people do you think expect from a social media day event? 
I think, you know, it just depends on which one you go to. I, I'm sure there still are some in communities that are networking events, which is totally fine. But, you know, definitely, you know, I know like Denver, us, what they're doing in Jacksonville, what they're probably going to do in Wichita. Um, Phoenix still has an event. I believe the, the social media club is back in that one. You know, for the most part, you you can all of them are bringing in speakers and they're pretty darn good speakers. Right. These are the same caliber of speakers you will see speaking at other marketing conferences and events. So you can get to go see some great people speak on some great topics that are relevant. And uh, I would go with an open mindset to learn and I would go there with an open mindset to, to network and meet other people. And what if you wanted to plan your own event? What if you didn't have one in your local area and it was just too hard to, to, to do one there. Like I know Vegas doesn't really have one. Yeah. So if you want to go ahead and plan an event, which I think is great. And I think somebody could or should do that. If there's nothing in your market or your region, you don't have to start big. Like don't think you have to go compete with San Diego or Denver or any of these other ones. Like let's just say you live in Vegas and you want to have one, you want to go somewhere. I would do some digging and research, see if somebody's planned something if they haven't, okay, for your first year, I would first go and see if you can lock down a couple speakers. Now, it helps if you can get a bigger name speaker. So I, again, would maybe look, are there, um, are there, are there big name people who are publicly speaking at other events who maybe live in near around that area who might want to give back to the community? That's how I was able to step in and, and start because I was able to get people like Mari and Amy who lived in San Diego and agree to be part of the event. And if you can't get a big name that way, well... There's other ways you can get big names. And part of my early speakers were people from businesses. So that's when I had, I reached out to the Chargers and I actually got the director of social media for the San Diego Chargers to be a part of my event. Or that's how I reached out to Qualcomm and I got them to be involved. And they don't even necessarily have to be a big, huge, you know, uh, businesses like that. You might have like a local business that has a very prominent reputation that's not huge. And I'll give another example. I had this local business in San Diego and actually they're in Las Vegas now. So you will now know them too, Desiree. Uh, they're called the donut bar and they opened one location and they're like the most crazy, awesome donuts. They're super big and custom. They're like five bucks a pop. They're pricey, but they literally had a line out the door every to this day. They still have a line out the door when they first open up at six in the morning and they're usually sold out of all their donuts by 9am every day. And so, and they do like custom donuts and all that. I got to interrupt you. That was the one place when I came back for social media marketing world, the one place I wanted to go to when I oh. came back from Korea and I did it. It was you did it. exactly what you said. It's awesome. Sorry. Yeah. So good. <laughs> but anyway, so the owner of that, that shop, his name is Santiago Campa and he's actually become a friend now, but he, he would promote like every morning he would go on Facebook, right? And he would talk or Twitter actually at the time because Twitter was even bigger and he would showcase what the, the donuts were because they make new donuts every day, like like different styles or types. Like it's not just like, OK, chocolate donuts like he'll do like Superman themed donuts or he'll copy like what you would see from The Simpsons or whatever. Or he'll do, you know, special sports ones like he'll, he'll make like logos like Super Bowl logos if it's like the Super Bowl week. But he does like custom donuts. But then the only way you would know what the donuts were going to be is he would showcase that through social media. You know, he would highlight it. He'd go live, stuff like that. And so, yeah, we had him come and talk about how he used social media to help grow, you know, the popularity of the donut bar. And a lot of people were interested in that. So you don't always have to go get a A-level caliber speaker who's, you know, giving closing keynotes at inbound. <laughs> you can go find great speakers even locally from the businesses. But I'd go try to get a few of those people. I try to develop a lineup. Again, you don't need to go big. You don't need to go have 20 speakers and have like two days of an event. 
You don't need to even go get six speakers to have one day, a full day of an event. You can make your first social media day event. You can make it a one or two hour workshop featuring just one speaker. That's a great place to start. I actually think that's how uh, social media in, in Wichita started. I feel like Phil Mershon was just able to get one or two speakers and he just made it like a one or two hour uh, luncheon, right? So you get your speaker and then you got to get a venue. And again, sometimes these venues, if you know, if you're going to charge for it, you, know, you got to obviously cover enough of your costs to pay for the F&B uh, to make it worth the while to people. But it's really not hard. You get a speaker. I mean, it takes some work, but you get, get a venue that's going to host it. Some of those venues might have AV, like screens and microphones already. Others may not. They may have to charge you rent for that. That's fine. But that's where you just got to figure out your finances of putting on the event and what it's going to cost and make sure you charge enough to cover your costs. And if you want to be profitable, make some money too. <laughs> yeah. I think the other thing that's important to make sure that you do is nab that those social names like facebook.com forward slash SMDaySD, SMDayPHX, SMDayDen so that people are able to find you. Because I think then after you establish your speakers and you've established a venue, the next thing obviously is promotion. The easiest way to do that is by having like a social media day, your city, Facebook page and a Twitter and probably even an Instagram account. And I would also encourage you to go buy that .com as well so that you have all of that together in one place so that when other people are searching for their local social media day event, you'll be the place that'll show up and then people can connect with you, find out about your event and hopefully participate and help grow it as well. hundred percent. Yeah. You know, definitely all the same rules apply when you're going to market anything. So, but as far as the, like the logistics of planning the event, once you get some speakers in a venue, yeah, now you're in a full blown promotion mode. Um, by far the best thing that's been for us that we've done over the years when, when it was a free event, we got away with a little bit more cause we didn't have a budget. So we didn't actually didn't run ads when it was a free event, but that's where we, that's why we required our sponsors to promote the event. So now we're actually tapping into, you know, stone breweries, Instagram handle or their, their Twitter handle. And they're promoting, Hey, we're going to be at social media day, San Diego. And they tag us to your point. And then other people would see that like, well, what's that? Oh, I want to go to that. So we relied a lot of that organic, uh, promotion at first. But then once we started charging for our event, then we were actually able to start leveraging Facebook ads and Facebook ads were great. You know, there's all the, all the, all the same. I mean, we could go into Facebook ads as a whole separate podcast episode, but <laughs> right. all those amazing tactics that are available on Facebook ads, that's the number one driver, how we sell tickets to this day for social media day, San Diego. Yeah. And I think that the other little like secret sauce that I had for social media day Phoenix was I put applied for the paperwork when I before the event even happened while I was still in planning mode and promotion mode. I applied with the state of Arizona to get June 30th declared the official social media day for the state and we got it. We got it like the week before the event. I was so stoked and by having that on like that government level you're able to do like another level of like press releases. I was able to do a lot of local TV and then it helps when you have that because when it's an official day in the state or the city, usually your local government will talk about it. So every year at the time it was Governor Jan Brewer, she would post about it and talk about it as it was coming up or like the day it would happen. She'd be like, you know, today we're celebrating social media day in Arizona and it was just a really great way to get it's really fun to have, but it's a really great way to get that extra level of PR because it's like, this almost makes it that much more official. Like your city and your, in my, my case, the state, like really supported it. 
Hundred percent. I'm glad you brought that up too. I mean, we did that our first year uh, when it was a free event. We actually got the mayor's proclamation. So if you're if you're going to plan this, that's my recommendation: is go just do a Google search. Like, say you live in Austin, Texas. Like, how do you get a mayor proclamation for a day in Austin? And there'll be some article or probably government website that's going to tell you what you got to do. I will say this: allow yourself some time. Don't think that you're going to be able to do this like a week before. Um, probably won't happen. I think when we did it, we started about six weeks out, and that was I was still kind of sweating if it was even going to work, you know. Yeah. Um, I would say you know you want probably two three months notice ideally if you're going to do that, but definitely getting that official proclamation that makes it now current and relevant and appealing to the news media outlets, which can also help drive that exposure. Uh, and then you're right, and you'll get you know because now you have that, and if you just start sending that out and letting people know, hey, mayor just officially proclaimed this. You might get a news director who wants to have you come on their local morning show and talk about it. And then uh, we, we were able to do that you know, the first year. And then after that, we actually – I kind of joke about it. But to this day, everybody still is like, oh, tomorrow, you know, June 30th is officially social media day in San Diego. Although it's technically not officially anymore because that proclamation only works for one year. Oh, wow. Yeah, ours is – ours was for forever. And ours – What's interesting about Phoenix is you, Phoenix, they don't declare days. Like you can only do it on the state level. That's why I had done it. And I agree. Give yourself time. I had applied for mine in May and I was, I was like you, I was sweating it and I was like, oh, maybe that'll happen. And then it just showed up in my mailbox. Like I didn't, (laughs) it was really interesting. So, all right. Any final thoughts or closing tidbits of information for anyone who's interested in social media day, what it is, what they need to know, anything like that? I think, you know, just if you if you go search the various cities who are doing it, you'll learn a lot just by looking at what they're doing. And if you're if you want to start your own, uh, certainly just try to emulate what they're doing. It's not that hard. So, you know, of course, you can learn from what we're doing at Social Media Day San Diego. And you can find that at socialmediadaysandiego.com or you can just go to smdaysd.com. Either one, pick your poison. Um, and we officially will be I don't know when this episode is going to air. But we will be officially rolling out our lineup here later this month in April. But tickets, early bird tickets, are available if you want to come to San Diego and party with us. Um, I can just tell you, you can go like we still have last year's lineup on the website. Uh, we bring a world-class lineup every single year, and this year's going to be no different. We're going to have a great lineup. Um, some of the biggest names will be there again. And what I also pride myself in, too, Desiree, is I also find uh, what I like to call up-and-comers. So there will be some people who will be on our stage uh, for the first time. Um, but I will tell you this, it will not be the last time that they're on a stage. You will definitely hear about them at other events. Yeah, Tyler Tyler has the nose, the speaker nose. He knows when people are going to just blow up. We've, uh, I, we've been pretty fortunate. There's a lot of people who spoke on our stage that eventually then have been on, you know, uh, social media marketing world stage or other stages. And probably I can say, you know, one of my favorite ones, uh, is Zach King. I, a lot of people, and Zach's not even technically out there much as a thought leader. He just, he's just an entertainer, a content creator. Go check him out on Instagram, anybody, and you'll be thoroughly amused by his videos. But Zach, I had speak at my event in 2014 and uh, I think he's 10, 10 million, uh, or maybe more than that, maybe 20 million Instagram followers now. It's crazy. And when he's, when he spoke at my event, I don't even think he was at a million. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. So, all right, guys, if you are looking to learn more about social media, specifically in com- your community, especially because most of you guys are local businesses catering to your local community, this is an awesome way to figure it out. 
find your local social media day event. It's going to be June 30th. I think for 2018, June 30th is actually on a Saturday. So a lot of people are switching their events to the 29th, which is a Friday. So maybe you can make it a, if you decide to go to someplace like social media day, San Diego, if your local event is not good, you can make a vacation out of it, add that weekend trip in there. But guys, I appreciate you listening and I hope that you get as excited about this as I do. Thank you so much, Tyler, for being on the show. It's always awesome talking to you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for having me uh, on the show and having the opportunity to speak to your guests. And uh, just you, you reminded me of something and you are correct. We officially, this will be the first time ever we are moving our event uh, to the 29th. We're not doing it on June 30th, even though... The first time I did do it, which was uh, in 2012, we actually did have it on a Saturday, and it still was great. We had 700 people show up. The difference is that was a cocktail party <laughs> at 7 <laughs> o'clock. A lot different to, to go from that and then to expect people to give up their entire Saturday to go learn all day. So that's why we chose to move it to the 29th. Yes. So June 29th in a lot of communities this year, but June 30th, Social Media Day, find yours, be there and just learn and love it. I promise you'll get so much out of it. And like we would say in military life, guys, it's never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.